My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And today, we're here to talk about a J-drama. Love. We all watch. Yay. Yay. We're here to talk about love, loss, love again. Yeah, reconnection. <laughs> yes. It's all sorts of stuff. Uh... We're going to talk about the drama First Love, Hatsupoi, uh, which is a Netflix drama based on the music of someone we may or may not have done a whole episode on. That's right. It's we did. We, yeah. it was, we definitely did. We 100%, we 100 did a, a whole episode. Uh, so it's based on, well, not based on, but it's inspired by mm -hmm. the songs First Love and Hatsupoi, which are by Utada Hikaru. Mm -hmm. and it's set in between the, the release of both of those songs as well oh the timeline mm. Mm. Uh, so as our usual like preface to what we're about to talk about uh we will have spoilers before we watch the whole thing so if you haven't watched it yet you should go watch it on netflix it's mm -hmm. nine episodes mm -hmm. so it's not like that much that much of a watch and then come back and listen. Goes by quickly. If you have watched it, welcome. And if you were never planning on watching it, well, I don't know. Maybe you should, but you're free to <laughs> you're free to stay anyway. You're free. We won't kick you I guess we'll allow you. I I personally I thought for some reason I had it in my head it was ten episodes, and I'm like getting like to the end mm -hmm. of nine, and I was like, but this is the it end. Gotcha. She's like, what are they? Tell us this. You know, who wants to tell us the synopsis? Tell the tale. Tell the tale of this story. The time jumps or skips, or as far as how it's cut between the timelines to flashbacks and stuff. Mm. And it might be jarring for some people. It goes back and forth a lot, even within every single mm -hmm. episode. So I just wanted to mention that before we even got into it. So it's not like it's this hyperlinear. Yeah. We first see when they're in high school mm -hmm. and then we see later on. Yeah. It goes back and forth a lot. And when it does that, it doesn't. It you don't always know right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I was confused a little bit right at the beginning yeah. as far as who who a third party was. I was very confused about who that person was. I was like, oh, I see who it is now. And, <laughs> and they didn't always it wasn't like the stuff you saw from the past was necessarily linear either. Like yeah. they weren't necessarily mm -hmm. telling yeah. that. And then there was sort of in between time periods that were getting told and stuff that was still in the past, but was still kind of like now past, but not like now, now. And yeah, it like, was kind of like more okay. like significant points or like significant things, events hmm. that happened and kind of like they use it to tie in the rest of the like points of the like storyline too. Like, so yeah, mm -hmm. it jumped around a little bit. Yeah. They do use a, two different sets of actors, right? Like they use mm -hmm. a younger set and an older set. And yeah. they, when you're in those sort of middle time periods, they're using like the older actors, but with different haircuts and stuff. Yeah. So if you're paying mm -hmm. attention, it's not too hard once you get into it and you're like, right. okay, these mm -hmm. are the young them. These are the old them. Like, but initially it can be a little bit like okay where are we now who are we mm -hmm. okay okay all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But well like 
because I, I understood at first like younger version current version and then i was like who is this person and i thought it was in the past for a while and it wasn't it was in the present and i was so confused yeah. and then i i caught up i was like okay i feel really stupid no no so yeah. don't and one thing is they they do and they also do time jumps even within that so like every once in a while it'll be like oh this is 1998 oh this mm-hmm. is 2001 um and sometimes I get really into the story and I would forget to like really be looking for if it was going to tell me a year. And sometimes I had to yeah. go back and be like, okay, yeah. what year are we? Mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. They didn't like, they, they said the years, but a lot of times they were only like when it was a big event, like yeah. they talk about like big historical events. And so then they put those dates on like specifically. So like when the tsunami happens or like there's a part where they talk about COVID and stuff like, so like those definitely have that. And like, sometimes it's tied in with like, you know, maybe it's a, Otara Kakar's like song playing and so like then you kind of like know that but like some of them are kind of a little bit more vague um I did watch an interview with them and they jumped around even when they were filming as well so every like day it was like a different thing for them like wow so they didn't even get linear so it's not like they you know did all the like scenes when she's like married with the kid or whatever like mm-hmm. it was like kind of drastic but they they tried to do a little bit with like coloring and then also the actress specifically talks about how she tried to make her character when she was in that middle stage like completely different than when she was mm-hmm. younger and when she was older which i think she does a really good job I think she, but like if you're not does. looking for it you're still kind of like oh okay but it doesn't take that long to kind of figure out, figure out where it's going and it's pretty cool to watch sometimes the the sometimes when it's just a quick flashback or something they mm-hmm. sort of did like a, a didn't even do a cut scene it would be sort of like and the car drives by and now we're here yeah. or the train That was always really cool when they did that. Stuff. Yeah, you know, like the train pulls out with the young one but pulls in and the the older one gets out or whatever and you're like, "Oh, that was that was well done. I like that." Like the way, the way I sort of, like, my brain interpreted it, and this, this may be on purpose or may not be, is, like, is sort of, like, all the stuff that was happening, like, in the modern day from when the two of them reconnected was linear, but everything else was, like, flashbacks on that, so, like, things that happened in the modern day just went forward, and so what my brain was like, oh, these are just, like, the memories that are relevant to what's happening in your day because you don't remember things linearly yeah. you remember things depending on what reminds you of them well yeah and it also might be like it was trying to tie back because like one of the big things is that she there's she gets into a, a car accident or a car hits her and she loses her memory mm-hmm. and so she has this like kind of sporadic memory and i think like it might almost be mirroring like when she starts mm-hmm. to remember recall like it has that kind of like fractured like big events or like big emotional events kind of like mm-hmm. showing but like also with him as well like what he was doing at those times yeah yeah and I, it, I wasn't trying to say that it was super hard to follow because i do think yeah. in the current time it always progressed forward of course yeah. yeah but as far as since you didn't know their entire young history mm-hmm. together entirely and you hadn't seen the middle so then that was interspersed yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really not that confusing. I'm just saying, I personally was confused by this it's random good to know kid in going school. In. Yeah. And then I was like, if oh, you that's are who confused, you are. it's okay, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, right. I, like, yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to say, if you get confused, it's fine. You can just reverse yeah. and like rewatch it and be like, okay, I know what's going on now. Yeah. And it, it does, you get there pretty quick. Yeah. Like, after, you know, like 
the first episode might be confusing, but by like the third episode, you're familiar with the format at this point. You're confused me initially was when the amnesia gets like introduced. I was like, but hasn't she been remembering him? Because I thought a lot of the times it appeared where they would cut in some of those childhood scenes appeared mm-hmm. like she was remembering them. She was thinking back to that time mm-hmm. that she did this or whatever. And I was like, but it wasn't, I mean, obviously that's not what they were doing, but it was just initially, I was like, but wait, what do you mean she doesn't know who he is? Or, well, you know, doesn't okay. I think that was actually so, very clever because you mm-hmm. as the audience don't know until well into the drama that she doesn't actually remember him. Yeah. Like, cause you know, people look different when they're younger. Maybe you just don't recognize him, but like, I think that was very cleverly where they don't tell you until you're a ways into the drama. Yeah, like yeah, four or five they almost, Yeah, half, yeah. So, for so our, I guess, yeah, yeah, like yeah, we, should, we should probably yeah, actually like, the, tell the, the story. Yeah, the synopsis. <laughs> um, so, basically, uh, it's your classic boy falls in love with girl and she then falls in love with him and they're just having a wonderful teen romance and they decide we're going to be together forever. And like all that has never once gone wrong for a teen. <laughs> never <ever>. once. <laughs> um, it always works out. Some of me so way. they go to college. So she goes to college studying English. He joins the air force and they meet up on a date and have a fight. And then she like storms away from him. Rightfully so. I'm on her side. He storms away. They both storm. storm. Yeah, he storms away. And then she gets hit by a car. And then she gets amnesia. And then... But very uh, specific on the amnesia. She only forgets him, essentially. Well, she basically forgets the time period that they they start, which is only, like, a couple of years. five years. Mm -hmm. Just the... The five years that led up to her accident, yeah. that's all. So, like, oh, tragic. So basically, yeah, high school yeah. and, like, yeah. the start of her college The most recent kind of, of memory, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then cut to 20 years in the future. Um, she's now a divorcee who has a son who lives with his father. And she drives a taxi. And he has left the Air Force and is now a security guard uh, who has befriended her son because her son goes to kind of creep on this tiktok dancer he doesn't know it's his, her son though yeah he doesn't know it's her son they he she find he finds that out to his horror later um <laughs> and he he's currently uh engaged to be married um to a lady mm-hmm. um and then he sees her in a taxi because she drives a taxi and then he's yeah. like well I'm gonna yeah. throw everything away. If like, no, I this is fate. Fate is coming back to mm-hmm. me. And you could already tell that he's when I say he was still hung up on her, like not not in a weird way, but you could tell that he he wasn't 150 percent into his relationship even prior to him mm-hmm. seeing his first love in the taxi. He mm-hmm. he really yeah. was still thinking. Yeah, and her. not in a mean way. It was just that like they were very establishing that like he literally always loved her. There was never a time he didn't love her. Yeah. So like it was hard for him to get past, especially cause like when you start to find out the story, like you, he doesn't get closure with her as well. Like, mm-hmm. so like he's always going to be the love. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, the first line I, of the anyone, song. Anyone else would always be 
in yeah. second place, no matter. They, yeah. I, I yeah. liked that part when she sort of makes a con, like his fiance makes a comment to him, like early in their relationship, and he's like, "It's not you. Like I can't, I can't say you're number one, but you're a solid number two. Like I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I like, just, yeah. but girl, I just do, can't." And she's like, "I like that about you. You're honest." And I'm like, "Oh God, girl, go away." <laughs> Also, I just, I just need to say, the way that he meets his current girlfriend is, she's his therapist, which, yeah. big yikes, big yikes but, on that hand. So, so, so one thing I did, what, like, they seem like a really cute friend couple. Like, yeah, like, friend, they, like, like great they were such yeah. good friends. I was like... Just be friends for a while longer. I know. That's, that's I all you need. Like kind of one of the bigger things too is because like they did kind of develop that. Like he did have affection and love for this person. It just mm-hmm. wasn't to marry, Dad. which I think sets up what what happens later on. Like kind of like well, but like they were so they were good together. So you could like understand like if it wasn't that first love, then okay, I guess like they they do like have a good repertoire mm-hmm. and they seem like they like each other and like hanging out with each other just and for all he knew she was still married yeah. to her to her ex-husband so he had no mm-hmm. chance so right. why not move on yeah now now i know what you're thinking you're wondering if you haven't seen this if you have seen this you know exactly what what i might be about to say you're thinking well he didn't forget her so why would he possibly have just left her alone and i want to talk to you this mother okay (laughs) okay okay so at first you're initially introduced to the main character's mother who seems like Mm. a great mom she's very chill (laughs) she seems like a chill fun mom okay who's like Mm. you know cares seemingly cares about her daughter's well-being and she you know she's a she works at a factory so they're not very well off but like the love is there so you're like, oh, good, finally, mm-hmm. a good supportive mom. But suddenly, after she gets into an accident, she suddenly becomes this spiteful woman who, like, hides all the letters he writes and won't let him see her and, like, is like, oh, there was, no, you were never dating anyone. There's no one you're missing. And then she's like, yes, go marry this doctor whose family is, you know, mm-hmm. douchey to you. And I'm just sitting here like, bitch. <sighs> Especially yeah. because you when you kidding? see how little it takes to actually trigger her memories coming back, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I think that's, like, one of the, the downfalls of the show was this specific thing because they shouldn't have made the mom the way she was when they first introduced yeah. her. Because everything that she does past that, it totally makes sense. Like, if you took everything that she does past that and all the, like, things that she like personality she has all the issues she has it makes total sense that she would do what she did to the 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 guy and yeah. thing but like the, the first brief section was not the mom like because they they show that she is she starts to get depressed and alcoholism and so she has like big mood swings because of that which like like makes sense on what she was and also you learn that her the father who's not in the picture is wealthy and like broke up with them and doesn't give them money and so she wants her daughter to be well off because she does not like being poor like and that's the big thing what's wild to me about that is like 
I don't want you to be like me and be poor. So I don't want you to marry this guy that loves you. You know, go marry this other guy who also, I mean, appeared to love her in the beginning. Like their relationship seemed reasonably healthy initially. It's okay. I mean, he was um, weird from the beginning though. <laughs> like, remember but, he like yeah. put the like calendar like oh, yeah, yeah. ahead. 15 days or something stupid. that's right like, yeah. but like and also like it's weird that the mom got screwed by a rich guy and then was like yeah yeah the rich guy he'll take care of you did he take care of you because like yeah. like, like <laughs> meanwhile, no. meanwhile i just need to say it. being a pilot in the air force is not a bad and job and, like, like, they could have like leaned into the fact that like she was like technically in the accident because of him and just leaned into that being the thing where like you're not like you made her this way, so you're never like setting foot near her again. Like mm-hmm. that could have been that the made thing more that sense. like yeah, yeah, yeah it just the the mom before was so drastically different than the mom after, and I think the mom after was so well done because it did kind of show like someone who's not like super mean, mm-hmm. but like has issues, and those issues tend to like lead to like these big things because then she would you know like yell at her daughter or something but then there was like moments when she cared when the when like things were good and her depression was good and her substance addiction was good like good like she was mm. fine human being but she yeah. never was that mom before <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> okay oh, like she was such a cool mom and then i was just like yeah, yeah she what was the like, fuck so are you doing so so to clarify in case people haven't seen it pretty much when the accident happened and she ended up in the hospital the mom goes to the boyfriend and is like i need you to step off essentially so there was that but then later on whenever she's back home and all these things um sorry my dog knocked on the door and that totally <laughs> threw you jarred off my head um he I think he, oh yeah, it's it's when he first, he was able to pass his essentially fighter pilot test, like he got to do this first flight, mm-hmm. and so he kind of attained, he got out of being like a cadet, and he mm-hmm. became a fighter pilot, like proper, and so then that was his thing, and he had written all these letters in the meantime, he hadn't seen her, but he went to, you know, went to her house, finally, because he had attained this thing, he's all in his dress uniform and the mom is the only one that answers the door because the main character is not there but the mom answers the door and is like here's your letters you know she never even saw that she's pregnant yeah Yeah. she's gonna get married bye and it's like it's just so heartless and it's just like yeah i know it's like such such like a fiction trope where it's like the lovelorn person sends letters and, like, the vindictive mother, like, hides them. Like, what, that happened in, like, what, the notebook, right? That was, like, a big plot yeah. of the notebook, too. And it's just, like, maybe, let's just not do this anymore. I mean, I guess it's better than, like, you know, the whole, like, they get separated and they don't even try to... Yeah, they never <laughs> try to communicate, yeah. I mean, there was an attempt on his part and she didn't know because of the, it, you know, It's trauma. just crazy when you realize at the end that probably if she had just started reading these letters if her mom mm-hmm. had shown him her his picture and been like this is the guy writing you letters as she was reading them she probably like would have remembered if everything. his well, that, I if think his the sister mom had come over to visit that, her or something because like 
the she's first time she sign language. Yeah. She realizes she she learned sign language at some point. How did I know sign language? And you're I, like, yeah. I'm oh pretty sure God. the mom kind of figured that out. Like it wouldn't take very much. And I think yeah. that was like the big thing that we're like, you know, they were so in love that it was like, of course, he, you know, they weren't going to like stay <laughs> not. And, and, and to reflect what Jesse said earlier about the moms don't match because the mom was super supportive at the beginning of like random boyfriends standing there. Like mm-hmm. when they yeah. first got together, the mom was there. Yeah. It's and not that long like... of a time too. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no big event that like happened. It wasn't like actively the, so there was something in the mom's life happening at that point where she was, you know, like mad about something. Like mm-hmm. the daughter was in college, like everything was going well. Like, yeah. I, so I will bizarre. say, just in case you haven't watched this and you're listening to us, and we're just making it sound like it's super Mac-jang, like That's actually a very like, small portion depressing. of the show. It's really, <laughs> I mean, it's it's more like a bittersweet, mellow kind of mm-hmm. thing. But there are also super funny moments. Like, yeah. the, it, at the beginning, when the, um, when the teenagers first confess and stuff, and like, he's out smoking on the rooftop at school, and she gets confessed to by this other boy. Um... But, like, she doesn't realize that's what's happening. He's like, uh, what's your favorite food? And she's like, I don't know, cheeseburgers or whatever? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and then the guy leaves, and then the guy, you know, the main character who's smoking on the roof is like, I mean, obviously, if somebody asks you what your favorite food is, it means they like you. And she's like, really? Okay, well, what's your favorite food? And he's like, I don't know, like, soup <laughs> or whatever. And she's like... Okay, yeah. bye. Okay. And then his like sister and best friend are like, you're a moron. <laughs> I must say the sister best friend. Oh my god. So oh my god. I love Go the world. sister so Go much. Oh my the gosh. the uh, proposal and the wedding was just oh, one of my wedding. favorite parts oh of god. this drama. And at the wedding and the way they just like ran to hug him because it was such yes. a good like best man brother speech. You were like, oh. Uh. My god. The mohawk he had at the wedding. Yes. She, she yes. buzzed off half his hair. And her awesome, her awesome dress. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. and like, and the funky, the like, funky band with like the really cool outfits. Everyone was oh really cool. And like, yeah. oh my gosh. I love this so what much. I, another thing that I really loved about this is like, it really <laughs> demonstrated like, just because someone has money doesn't mean they're a better mm-hmm. husband, doesn't mean they're a better parent, doesn't mean they're better in any way. Because so you you get this whole plot line involving the main character's son, who she had with her brain surgeon, which is also sketchy. Okay. Sketchy These medical professionals like... need to get it together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was curious how old she was in that moment too, but at least she was college. Yeah, she was college, but it she was still it was yeah. still sketch. It was still but it's still sketch in the position that he's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he then like him and his horrible mother, who's the reason why she leaves him because this mother is just you know we're rich and we're better than you like classic, just the classic, right? Um, they convince her that like you can't take care of your son because you're poor. Even though he's happy, fed, I'm like, you healthy, could give her money, yeah, like you could. Yeah. Just, um, okay. so you could, we're gonna raise your son, but then then you find out like her son is incredibly gifted musically, 
But the father is like, music is garbage. You cannot study music. You have to you become a doctor, be a doctor like me. <laughs> um, and then meanwhile, like when he goes to visit his mom and he's just like, oh, like I just ma- I made the song. It's probably bad. Like whatever. And the mom listens. She's like, this is the greatest song I've ever heard. Have you made more? Like I want, I'm your number one fan. And she's like, she's like, I need a copy of it. And she'll play it in her taxi and be like, my son made this. He's so talented. That's what you should be That's doing as what you a should parent. do as a parent yes like not being like you're not not only does the father never listen to his music he just automatically assumes it's bad which like what are we doing here which at least you do see some like growth there like i think his dad does love him like yeah like i don't his dad's not no. abusive yeah. or like, anything I, at the end you do you see like He's got like a poster of his son up in his. Yeah, like, now that his son is successful. He's at the hospital or whatever, but like, yeah. but like, I, as bad as well, he is, like, they, the dad like cheats and stuff. Like, he's not a good dude, but he's not a good just, dude. But they uh, they do like do that thing where like they one of the things I think like entirely the mo- the grandmother is the reason why they wanted yeah. the kid there, mm-hmm. but like he does do it. There's like a point where he like gets really worried with her because she's not eating and she's like working so hard and he recognizes it so there is like kind of this like knowledge that maybe he's trying to also do this so she can become healthy again because he doesn't like they might not be together and he might not be a good dude but he's not like wanting her to die you know yeah well and even like when she gets the job that's closer to where they live and she's like can i see him more now and he's like of course you can because you're his mother like yeah. he he doesn't try to withhold his kid from her or anything like that like it's he's not he's not mm-hmm. that divorced dad so but yeah i just let your kid like if your kid is talented or interested in something let them fucking be interested in it don't be that guy don't be that guy just ugh. so we got you know it's had a nice parade of bad parents in different ways which is a nice cautionary tale like don't be this parent be be cool poor mom she's <laughs> cool and supportive like she doesn't have money but she clearly is the one who loves her son the most out of anyone i was um, trying to find it i took a screenshot of like it was the oh i got it it's the last like when they're it's the like one of the last episodes when they're going they're in the cab and she's driving him to the airport mm-hmm. oh, yeah. she talks about it and it's the i was trying to bring it up to see because it's of course not in order so i'm like what does this screenshot look like it's like basically that you have the right to believe in yourself mm-hmm. and you should go for um what you want in life like you don't need to live up to expectations even as if it's a mistake or even if it fails uh it will always serve some purpose in life yeah yeah so yeah and that was kind of the theme of the show as far as like that everything in your life even if it's a failure or something bittersweet Mm -hmm. or sad or even her accident or something like that. It all becomes a part of your life. And it's all moments that make mm-hmm. up your entire life. And mm-hmm. that, that brings you to this present moment, essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how that thing she said in the cab, like with how supportive she was and straight up being like, you do not have to like meet the expectations of your parents. And she mm-hmm. was 
including mm-hmm. herself in yeah. that yeah. statement. Yeah. While she's like, you know, trying to like help him go do this thing and confess his love and whatever, you yeah. know, like yeah. but, being super supportive mom. Is, and it was and there was a moment that he looks over at her and is super impressed, and it was yeah. so cute. Like he was like in his eyes, he's like, "You're so cool that you're able to do this." I was yeah. Like, ah. I feel like. He's one of the good examples of how this show sort of played with some of the tropes and things where they would introduce a character and you'd think they're like this, but as you Mm -hmm. got to know them Mm -hmm. more, you were like, oh, they're not like, when you first get introduced to him, you think, oh, sullen teenager, he doesn't like his poor mom, he doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, and then, no, it's just that he was like preoccupied with something else and he, yeah. you know, and he feels yeah. bad that he didn't answer the phone and he feels bad that his mom was worried for him. He, he yeah. loves his mom and he's a good kid. And you're like, he's just a teenager. Yeah. He's a teenager that's hyper fixated on something. It's not that he was doing it because he felt ill will to his mom. And like throughout the series, you see that like the, the son is like, mm-hmm very much attached to the mother yeah because mm-hmm. you know she's she's a good mom and yeah she's, she yeah from the very beginning she's she's just a good she's just a really good mom like she's just a good person too <laughs> she's, like, she's, she's, she's an incredibly yeah. good person she really is well then like you know she doesn't know what to get him for his birthday so she gets him an amazon gift card oh, and then he he uses it to buy her a sweater I so know. she can just go on a date with you know she doesn't have a man to go on a like but you should go on a date sometime here's a cute sweater them. Like, oh. Yeah. oh and then when they went to, during covid she would like go and park below and like, he, talk to on the phone and be like your your shirt looks nice on you it's like oh my gosh best mom but like and then i absolutely. love how like she um completely independent of him meets the woman that he has a crush on and yeah. like mm-hmm. becomes friends with this girl and then the girl is like oh yeah your mom's awesome and he's like what do you mean my mom's time. awesome but, like mm-hmm. we totally do karaoke together and you're like well, that's one, also one of the things that, like, like in the beginning, you see this about her is because when she first, like, starts dating the guy and she goes and visits the family and, like, you find out that his sister is deaf and, like, so uses sign language, she purposely learns sign language mm-hmm. to talk to the sister. And, like, she continues it to the point where she would just go off with the sister and they became really good friends and like just have conversations. It was purely so that she could like get be included in conversing with the sister and not just kind of be this like passerby and it's just like so sweet. And also, caring. like it's important to note that like the sister would be excluded from conversations that were yes, happening. Yeah, because it was within her family. Yeah. yeah. And I mean like it was like, yeah, they should have done it, but it was also because there was a lot of rowdy boys too. It was yeah. just like yeah. very like everybody's doing everything kind of thing and the then she would like kind of zero in on the sister and then like focus yeah. on her and like make sure she felt included and that stuff. was such it a was cute so scene funny. where like everyone's just talking and then no one knows that she can do sign language and then she just turns to the sister and she starts signing and then everyone literally like silence just yeah. like yeah. mouths like gape utensils well, falling like well the, the thing that kicked it off was like 
the main character noticed like the sister was asking for the tartar sauce and like kept asking and everyone was like ignoring the crap out of her mm-hmm. and and the dad was holding it the whole freaking time and so yeah. the main character was like gently took it away mm-hmm. gave it to the sister and the sister mm-hmm. was like what like Wait you a second. E- you didn't you knew exactly what I was saying, and then and then she started signing. Everyone was like, "What? You learned yeah. sign language?" She's like, well, "Of course, I learned sign language." Like, it's like I, you're part I of love your family, I love your brother, and I so want to be part of the family. Like, it was so good. Side note: the color theme with the families. I don't know why that's a thing, but that is definitely a thing in this show. I only <laughs> no, really the- noticed it at the like. At the scene closer to the end when they like went to see if he like passed the test so he could get another good high school or whatever mm-hmm. and they were all wearing red and i was like oh the director oh, been wearing red the whole time okay That's so the, in that little thing a little clip we'll link it it's a netflix thing and so the writer slash she also directed it um she talked about it how she because she was trying to make like different time areas like mm-hmm. have a different color mm-hmm. and the problem was you, when you were like outside or whatever, you're doing a lot of things, it would be harder to get. So she used costumes and props to also add to that. So that's part of yeah. what Very she was clever. doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I noticed red for sure. Mm-hmm. Blue yeah. for sure. Cause the son with his blue yeah. outfits yep. and his yep. blue bed and stuff. That's right. And then there was a yellow color too. Like that would kind of show up sometimes. Mm. Yeah. It's a beautiful. But the red, the, the red was like, oh, it's the family. Movie. The family with red was great. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is very beautiful to watch. Yeah, like, really a lot is. of beautiful snowfall scenes and slow and like, and I mean until sort of you get to like the final episode. I I said to somebody, it feels the drama feels like for like eight episodes you're sort of rolling the ball slowly mm. up the hill slowly up the hill and then like the end of episode eight you've crested the hill and then it just rolls itself down the, mm-hmm. the final mm-hmm. episode and you're just yeah. a ball of emotion rolling down that hill like it was it all comes together i'm a i'm a be so, real if i was her and i got my memories back i would never talk to my mother again True. never again you know on the one hand, yes, but on the other hand, as we were saying about like th- that um, theme of like good coming out of the bad and stuff, mm-hmm. she wouldn't mm-hmm. have her son, right? And she That's wouldn't true. give up having her son. So there's going to be that like I'm super furious with my mom, but also I got my son out of this, and so I can't. Yeah, but I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like I you still know? wouldn't talk to my mother though. I would, I'd be the same way, but I know that she wouldn't be that way. Yeah, I know. She's a lot more She's nice. She's a lot I will time. say, no matter how cliche it is, it was, it always had to be that the song was the one to make yes. her, like, mm-hmm. remember everything. And I thought it was so beautiful that it was with her son as well. Like, that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Because she... He gets the that Walkman from the guy because he's going to leave, and then like the son's just like sitting there listening to it, and she's like, "Oh, what are you listening to?" And he hands her the other yeah. headphone, and then they play it. Listen to classics. Listen to classics. I kind of got out of that too. Is that that was her CD, right? Because when she was yeah, looking so. at her stuff, her jewel case was empty. Like, yeah, you know, her, right. so it's 
it's literally yeah. her CD, and you're mm-hmm. like, ah, there's so many connections that come back. Well, and, it's so good. and in that moment, I think the son figured it out. Yeah, and the son figured it also. Like, I think he figured it out also because they they zeroed in on the the can of the juice mm-hmm. too. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah, knows the what's grain out. corn pottage whatever it's, that yeah was. it's like corn it's, cor- it's literally it's like, just corn porridge like yeah it's like, it's just like, with extra steps can o porridge but like the son has been hanging out with the male lead like just chill like hanging out yeah throughout and and the male lead keeps talking about how he you know he lost his first love or he you know good mm-hmm. things come out of saying it but then I didn't you know fix things and fixing things is a good you have to say what you feel in order to move on in life mm-hmm. and I never said what I felt so I couldn't move on and stuff and it, yeah you kind of get this point that like at that point that the son is like Oh yeah. Wait a second. No no wonder the first time we met you were like asking me more about my mom. I (laughs) see where this is. Okay. And like you were looking at my mom when we first met that one time at the dark you (laughs) met my mom and you were kinda like no. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Suspicious. She's like, Hi, nice Mm. to meet you. And he's like, dang it. I guess we should go over the whole like the main leads meeting again and stuff because we haven't even. Yeah. I love our episodes. These like we we do not say this is a recap for a lot of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> this would be one of them. This is an, um, an emotional journey that we took. We're not we're taking with you. We're sporadic. <laughs> so yeah, that is how the main leads meet each other again is through the sun, mm-hmm. and then they kind of kind of just machinations with that as far as she has a taxi customer that ends up going to where he works as security guard and he's like stealing money and then she gets in the way and causes an injury and he has to go to the hospital like Mm -hmm. I mean it's this whole thing um and he's he's not like coming on to her or anything he's not he doesn't want to tell her anything he's not trying to be secretive He's concerned that he's going to re-traumatize her, which yeah. is a very legitimate mm-hmm. concern. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's why it's killing him. It's killing him to be around her because he's so just he can't, he can't help but himself. He can't. He can't yeah. Not around her. Like, well, there's a, like one point where he's like um, going through the radio because he can hear all the cab. He can switch to the cab because he has you know radios for the security gate, and he's going through and he's like trying to find her voice again and he finds it at one point and you're like oh my god like yeah. just he's down bad really he's no, still like, down bad like on, on one hand i'm like don't date your therapist but on the other hand i'm like girl run like you're it's not gonna get better than this like no. oh my god he was uh, never gonna love you not the way you needed him to as much as the date your therapist thing i mean i will put it this way they didn't date until after the therapy was done and it was like okay therapy is done he's like good now i can ask you Mm. out she's like uh i mean i guess like but then there were it really felt like they were good friends at that point like you're such good friends man always ruining it oh well 
it's also society. Society yeah. tells you, like, you have a connection with someone of the opposite gender. Like, therefore, you will therefore, date. It's like, yeah. the reality is, they seem like best buddies. I mean, and it was lovely. Like, he needed that, yeah. too. He needed a friend. Yeah. It, it was and so, very, like, but it's like 12 years. 12 yeah, it's years. a long time. You're grown-ass adults, and 12 years? Yeah, no, I wouldn't have like, lasted. I'd be like, you know, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, and no, when he doesn't you're show, cute, like, when you're very good looking, but and when he ne- when like every oh. time they have like a date set to, for him to meet her parents, and he just fucking doesn't show up, yes. girl, girl, read the room, and, and right? then she just starts doing all the wedding planning, and she's just like deep into it. I'm like, no, because, yeah, she's like, no, no girl, I know that he's not. No. <laughs> yeah. like, well, Come on, girl. Like, what I did appreciate about the show is they make her out to be a fairly sensible person um like i mean we're saying she didn't see the signs and stuff but like she, she seemed like a very nice normal woman she like she was did not see the signs it did, was just she yeah. did like she was in love with him so she yeah. didn't want she to looked, lose him she put blinders on and, and ignored and I mean, the signs. up until the point where he re-meets his first love he does seem to have come to the conclusion within himself that okay i have to shut the door on that chapter mm-hmm. of my life mm-hmm. and i'm moving forward with this person so she had no she knew she wasn't number one in his heart but she was pretty sure that he was okay to settle with number two and she was okay like yeah. you know it, it wasn't until number one showed back up that then it became a problem right yeah <laughs> Right. And he kept trying to talk about it too. Yeah, and he, yeah. she just wouldn't have. They, a they made it. They made it a point to like let you know that he was actually feeling really terrible about it too, yeah. mm-hmm. which is like how they tie in the like everybody's favorite trope where the you know person leaves for a while. But like mm-hmm. he does it because he legitimately feels terrible that he's ruined this other girl and then he's now got the the other girl who still doesn't remember him yeah. so he's like i can't like i need to just leave I, like i need to just be I on mean, my own for a while yeah, like, meanwhile you've got, to... you've got her being like he might be a red flag but i'm colorblind let's go <laughs> like, and she's like starting to feel things in this in that sense too he doesn't dump her for the other person he dumps her because he knows that that's not fair to her. Yeah, he's yeah, finally yeah. reached that he point where he's like, I can't do it. this to you anymore. Yeah. It's not fair. I can't be with this other person either right now. But I just have to go be with neither of you. Because mm-hmm. obviously, I'm ruining your life. And that's not fair because you're a really great person. Like, And she was really good about it, too. She was like, okay, I'm going to be okay. If you have to leave, you have to leave. And then she like breaks down when he's gone, but she's like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna." But hold But then it her bird cheers her up, and that's the important thing. Yeah, yeah. Your, bird. <laughs> your bird will never, will never do you dirty like he did. Don't worry, girl. <laughs> that's right. Your bird, you, your, your bird don't have a first love. It ain't leaving you for anyone. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then when she, the first love, is on the plane, going to see him you find out that she's like remembered about the the memory box that they made together and she ends up opening it and you find out that there was like there was a letter that you knew that was like from him in there but like you find out as she's like reading on the plane that he's 
since gone back to that spot, redug it up and rewrote more to it being like, I hope you're doing well. And like, I've always want you to like be good and like just all this stuff. And you're like, <laughs> and I hope there. someday I can, I hope someday I can hear your side of the story. Yeah. It was like, Oh my God. She's like, like crying on the plane. I'm like, when she oh. starts reading the, the first letter that they, they originally, you know, buried and you realize that, and he's like, I want to tell you about the moment I fell in love with you. You aren't even going to remember it because, oh, and you're like, mm-hmm. find out that like, it's not when you think it is. It's like, yeah. it's so and you're just like, like why are you yeah. doing this to me? My heart can't <laughs> take this anymore. But and then you figure out for her too, because she had noticed him even back then yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But that's what's like so like pretty about it too. It's because in the very beginning, like it did focus more on like her side of like finding like falling in love with him and finding mm-hmm. him cute and stuff. And then like you get to the end and you find out that like he only had eyes for her yeah. for the like He's from the second yeah. he saw her, and you saw it like it was like she was his greatest love. Like, mm-hmm. and it's okay. usually not. Like, you don't focus on that, like, usually with these types of stories, you know? You, like, it's right. usually the female's perspective. I mean, mm-hmm. that and that moment, like, I love a good book sim. lovers, when I tell you, she falls asleep on the train reading her book, and her book's about to fall out of her hand, and he's like, oh my god, she's gonna lose her place. And he runs across the train and sticks his ticket stub in so that when the book falls, she doesn't lose her place. Like, that is true love, my Prince friend. Prince <laughs> he was like and then like he was he was not a bad person he was he wasn't getting in trouble but you find out he was getting in trouble because people were like making fun of his sister and so the mm. like the parents were like i'm not gonna tell him no <laughs> like what do you want I maybe you should deal with the bullying before but, you come after my son like, he wasn't doing anything in school and like she like he figured out like sh- where she was going and so he made it a point to like heavily study so that he could be in the same school as her so that he could see her <laughs> it's so sweet and then and then the entire family would like bring him snacks and like yeah, make sure so, he was like, getting enough sleep it. and all these things oh, <laughs> yeah, so the, the grandpa when he starts like he's practically asleep at the table and he starts like eating something but it's not even unwrapped and the grandpa like pulls it out of <laughs> yes, his sleeping like, hands and unwraps it and sticks it back in his mouth like it was so good like so and I really so like that, that scene where where the parents are like apologizing. We're son- sorry our son got in this fight. Oh my gosh, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. And then they're like, well, what happened was this. And the dad just sort of sits, sits back, back and he's like, <laughs> oh, I fucking well, take back my previous apologies. No. <laughs> you should be apologizing to me. Yeah. Right? No, no, that's how we raised him. We raised him. <laughs> no, this is it. So, I will admit there's a trope in here in the show that, like, I didn't know was there and it really surprised me, but it's a trope that no matter when it shows up, I'm always like, I like this. Iceland! If you stick Iceland in something, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, like, all there. So I was already all there in the show, but it's like, oh, we're going to Iceland now. It's like, there we go. There we okay. go. <laughs> because it's always just beautiful. Like, no. it's, it's oh, like, gorgeous. here, here's an excuse for gorgeous landscape scenes. It's like, thank you. And Iceland. it's like a clean slate. It's like pure white, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> and then when she's, like, 
like hitchhiking her way to him and it's like she stops at this place and the guy's like oh yeah we just had a japanese guy here like last week and he works she's at like, that and she's like say no more and she starts running down the like, highway hey, and like, thanks old man i'll take it from here about her character and the development of her character it wasn't simply trying to reconnect with her lost first love it was also reconnecting with her own desires and dreams and believing in herself and Mm -hmm. remembering i wanted to travel yeah can Mm -hmm. i even do that as a divorced mom who works my tail off as a taxi driver is that even realistic for me sure as heck is she asked for 40 freaking days off and then her little taxi driver (laughs) buddies backed her up and it was the sweetest thing when the guy comes in and he's like uh I don't know. I feel like there's a law or something. Joe, is there a law about that? And Joe's like, yes, actually. And like climbs off the whole thing. And he's like, so you actually have to give her all of her paid time off and like not penalize her for that? And he's like, Mm -hmm. boss is like, damn it. Fine. They're all like, like she's the best driver here. Like, look so at her the real, staff. The real message, the real message of first love has to go is unionize, friends, <laughs> fight the system. Don't let wage theft happen. Also, I loved the little taxi driver people, but specifically yeah. the one that they kind of started on that had a crush on her and all these mm-hmm. things, but he was always very respectful, gave so her wise. space. And they had a nice friendship connection. And even after she kept saying no, he, you know, like he didn't make her feel bad about it or anything. And then he had like great life advice for her and was just trying to encourage her to follow her heart. It was so great. The sweet when he like confesses to her and he like, she like, you know, tells him she can't. And then he's like, it doesn't matter because like if I ever find like my true love and like I find them and I will know that it is because of you and liking you and it's like very sweet and kind (laughs) and then he was like join the revolution of giving her 40 days off (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah I I loved him it was very I also liked the scene where she's sitting with the um with her son's crush and talking about how she had these dreams and she wanted to travel and she wanted to do all this stuff and and the girl's like it's not that hard like just just do it just Mm -hmm. go which it it does show that sort of difference in perspective like when you're Mm -hmm. 20 things don't seem hard that way you're like yeah Mm -hmm. sure because you don't have things you don't have stuff that ties you down and as you get older you have more and more rules for yourself and more and more Mm -hmm. stuff that ties you to where you are and she's like, but can I? And then that she's like, like, yeah, you can, you can still find your dreams. You can still do yeah. those things. And mm-hmm. then that she like, this girl goes off touring the world and happens to find out where dude is and comes home and like, there, like, she's like, hey, bro, look where your mom's boyfriend is. You should let her know. And it's helpful. Like, so helpful. Thank, yeah. You know what? Thanks, girl. You're doing a service. Doing a service. Yeah. She was well, fun, he, that dancer lady. She, she was, was fun. Cute. And he was also, like, really sweet to her, too. Remember? He was, like, always, like, getting her to come when he was there. So, because he knew she that, She wouldn't get like, chased off. Yeah. Yeah, she wouldn't yeah. get chased off and she'd be safe there. And, like, so, yeah. It was all around great. Like, 
they were faded together, but it's like whatever. They were very cute. <laughs> like, yeah, the way the way they use the fate theme, and that's mm-hmm. some people don't like fate as a theme, and that's fine. So if you hate it, it's gonna be a thing in this yeah. show. They will <laughs> talk about fate. <laughs> but what was also kind of nice about it, it wasn't simply like, oh, everyone believes in fate. Mm-hmm. You could tell the main lead girl character. You could tell she kind of did in the beginning, and then she kind of didn't. Mm-hmm. And it was all because be- it all centered around who she ended up marrying for a bit and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't believe in fate. And so she kind of changed her mind during that time period. Like, fate's not a thing. Um, mm-hmm. So you had different takes on fate. And so even the little taxi driver guy, he brought up fate. And so it was <laughs> like, it was cute. And I thought it was a cute use of the fate theme. It was. And mm-hmm. I-, I think when fate is is the theme, like, this is about fate. Like, yeah, that, yeah. that's the whole romance, the whole mm-hmm. story, everything is about fate. And making your own fate, but also finding, you know, like, it, that's fine, right? It, it wasn't like they had this, like, big adult romance and then gave you this throwaway moment about how they met when they were two. Yeah, no, no, they literally met when they were two. That's the whole point, is that they met as teenagers and, like, were fated to be together from that moment. Well, and I even liked the flashbacks that, like, it showed the lead dude, like, refinding her a couple different times just mm-hmm. for some split seconds and then trying to go after her and couldn't do it and couldn't do it. And mm-hmm. so, like, that's how the fate thing would always come up. It's like life kept bringing them back together yeah. and giving them opportunities, essentially, despite the fact that, like, they were at whatever point in their life in that moment. And also, the way the female lead character, I like how they showed how hard she had life, but she never, they never made her into like, oh, she feels super plucky or oh, she feels like super down about it. Like, she felt Mm -hmm. like a really well-rounded character within her difficulties and it felt Mm. very realistic to me that it was still super hard for her. She would cry sometimes. It was difficult being a single parent. Mm-hmm. all this yeah. stuff but they didn't they didn't make her into a cliche one way or another and yeah, i really yeah. appreciated that aspect of her character it, it really felt like the whole drama every time you felt like they were setting something up and you were like here we go it would take a, a turn and it would like mm-hmm. no no and like you'd think this is the moment where she's going to lose it or she's going to fall apart or she's going to be mean to her son or something and then mm-hmm. she would smile all of a sudden huge and be like, I'm so happy that this happened for you or whatever. And you're just like, right. Because that's how normal parents would behave. Like, yes, you were, you can be as a parent, you can be super, super frustrated, super angry with your kid. You know, like you didn't know where they were or whatever. Like you're super upset and you're super mad. But as soon as you know where they are and you realize that it's not that they're just being little jerks, it's just, life right and then you're like okay cool how did practice go or how did whatever you know mm-hmm. and you because that's how you as a person mm-hmm. do things right yeah so it was very realistic yeah. i thought the way they dealt with all the the parent stuff yeah. how would everybody rate it or like who would you recommend it to? All that type of stuff. Mm. All right. Well, I know everyone, longtime listeners, are really 
uh, really excited to find out does Natalia think her mom would like this drama? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think Mama uh, Joe uh, would really enjoy I this. I think Mama Joe would like this. I think yeah, I think yeah. Mama Joe would enjoy. I think this one. Um, <laughs> most non-Asian drama watchers would like this drama. I agree. I think most people like if you're looking for like a drama to share with family, I think this one's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do a little warning though. There are some boobs. This is the <laughs> second second week in a row of dramas where I was surprised by boobs. When I wasn't expecting to see boobs. But yeah, J drama boobs sometimes. But it's not an excessive amount of boob. Just like the glory didn't have it had a boob. It had well, it had two boobs, but one <laughs> one person, one, one shot of boobs, one instance of one boobs. Instance but one instance of boobs. Yeah. But I will say the one instance of boobs in this one, it is a sex scene. So I mean, yeah. like, just that. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching with family, be hyper aware of that. Yeah. Gonna yeah. Luckily, luckily, Mama Jo is very sex positive. So a sex scene would not. <laughs> so be- Mama Jo still would be okay. But it also doesn't come out of nowhere. Like, no, no. there is. But again, see, non-Asian see watchers girl. would be fine. <laughs> like, you yeah. know. Sees girl in bar. T- you know, obviously makes eyes at each other. What is the next step? That yeah. that that there is the sex scene, friends. Yeah. So like that mm-hmm. that is yeah. the main. Yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal. I thought it was I, very good. Yeah. I sobbed my eyeballs out in the last episode, like basically from the end of episode eight until like the end of episode nine. I was like, okay, now I'm just sniffling. Oh no, now I'm ugly crying again. Like it just, I was. So that's a 10 for me. Like, basically, <laughs> if it brings that much emotion out of me, it's a 10. So that's. I gave it an 8.5 because I really liked it, but uh, I didn't really like him. So we'll just, you know, <laughs> it's my personal views, okay? It's my, it's my personal views. What about him? Like what about. Him? Why like, not? Like him yeah. as a character or the actor? No, no, I like the yeah. actor. Like, okay, I like young him, but I just thought he did, like, listen, I know, like, we talked it through, but I still feel really bad for his, his fiance. Yeah. So, I, no, I did, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. so, like, yeah. God, you let this go on too long, my guy. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, and also, I, 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 I have, I don't like watching people struggle excessively, and there was a lot of struggle. I, I probably, if I go back and look at my rating later in the year, further removed from my, you know, very visceral final episode (laughs) feelings, I probably am more closer to where you are at because Mm. I did find at times the first, in the first four or five episodes, I found sometimes it was moving too slowly for me. So... Yeah, like, is it perfect? But 8.5 for me is a really good rating. I just need Mm -hmm. to put this out there. That is, like, a good drama in my books. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I gave it a 9 out of 10. But I also love slow. I love angst. Mm -hmm. I do not care about, like, torture or, like, torture in any respect, both in horror and in just, like, general, like, (laughs) playing with your emotions. Um, I, like... I liked it. It was a good binge too. Like I didn't want to put down the episodes. I think it stayed true to like the kind of central core of the songs as well. Um, in a way that wasn't too like crazy or anything like that. And like one of the things that I personally really loved with about it that we didn't really talk about it is like this 
when they were in their young like time that was literally my high school like everything that they're doing in their high school like jesse was doing that like jesse was like listening to that the Hodonakara cd at that time and like being so obsessed with titanic and like so there's like lots of very like like specific nostalgia that was happening in those scenes that just kind of made it just like an added little like bonus level for me I just thought it was really great and I love the like cab you know cab group because I love office dramas especially J drama office drama so that was like perfect for me and like I just like I found the like the sun really great and like I found like everybody like pretty great and interesting even the like people Mm -hmm. that I hated so it was like a solid drama for me agreed yeah i i mean i don't really do ratings so i'll just i'll say 10 out of 10 because that's that's quite often the way i function yeah Yeah. uh there's there's gonna maybe be a point that i rededicate my life and try to make an actual rating system but at this point if i really like to drama it gets a 10 that's the the way ratings are subjective just they they don't mean anything a lot of work it's a lot of work it's mostly like it's mostly like i really like this drama 10 like that's pretty simple and then if you like try to like match to it like halfway through you're like i don't like my rating system at all you're like i'm I'm gonna be honest if mine's between like like 8 and 9.5 sometimes i'll just let like my drama list pick what i'm doing because sometimes you like when you pull the little slider and you think you're doing like four and a half stars it'll be like four and a quarter and you're like yeah close enough Exactly. It's, it's, it's all meaningless. It's just for fun. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, basically, if you go to readers. my MDL and you see a seven or higher, that means, hey, watch this. It, it was it was fine. It yeah. was good. I I got enjoyment out of this. Anything lower than that? Yeah, like, basically, <laughs> if it's, like, under six, I dropped it. So if that, like, gives no. you any how, like, crazy my ratings are, that could really actually, have the four. It was actually really funny because my husband was actually asking me, like, oh, like, what I had rated this drama. And then he was like, like, what's the lowest you ever rate dramas? And I'm like, honey, I got ones. Oh, ones got that one. I've completed. But, like, not a lot. <laughs> there aren't that of many of them, but they exist. <laughs> So some things that I particularly liked about the show, though, were like, I did like how it tied into actual historical event type Mm -hmm. things that, you know, I don't necessarily know about the tsunami that occurred or things like that. But Mm -hmm. the way they put, I like when dramas do that because it makes me feel more connected to probably what the characters were emotionally experiencing in that moment. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think it's neat how it ties to reality. So I I like that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Iceland. So that's, that's always like a bonus tick for that. (laughs) Um... (laughs) What else? But I really liked the colors. And when I say it's beautiful, it's not just like landscape shots. Because quite often when you say that about a show, it's like, oh, it shows pretty snow or whatever. It does have that, but it doesn't have that as much as you would think. A lot of it's just the cinematography and like the way they used kind of clever camera angles, but it wasn't ever distracting from what was going on. It wasn't like, whoa, that was weird or whatever. Or even like the themed color the red family it's totally fine like it was cute it was yeah. great so um i thought it was very soothing so like yeah. i'm actually pretty sensitive to when lead characters are going through a rough time for mm. like episodes and episodes and episodes like mm. it's very difficult for me to watch those types of dramas usually I end up dropping them mm-hmm. even if i don't want to but this one 
though she was suffering, I think because she was not at her wits end ever. They never made yeah. that character mm-hmm. just because she mm-hmm. had a, she had a support system of various source, even if it was her coworkers. Like it never felt like she was utterly alone, really. So I think that helped with. I never felt like she was in danger, I suppose. Yeah. Whereas in some shows, mm-hmm. there's some danger involved with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, despite the fact that she was having a really rough go, it still felt pretty soothing to me overall, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought it was a very easy watch despite she was a super hard worker and stuff. Yeah. But she, mm-hmm. And so, even though she wasn't, oh, I'm super plucky, she yeah. still got she did through the it. best mm-hmm. with whatever she was given like every single hand she got dealt she played it to its fullest and she just said okay well then this is the hand i've got so i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna go and like being a taxi driver was not her dream but she was like but i'm a taxi driver so i'm gonna be the best taxi driver i'm just gonna be good at it and enjoy it and and laugh about the people in my backseat making out or whatever right and just be like (laughs) okay well i meet people every day this is another day, and I'm meeting people. Like, oh, you saying the best taxi driver thing that reminded me of like, so when she when she was driving the male lead, like to his like rehab appointment, like she was trying to pay him back for like mm-hmm. saving her, you know, and uh, he needed something like, and then he realized like, oh, you have everything. Do you have like magnets and a flashlight and? Mm-hmm. And of course it harkened back to like stuff that she had done prior because she's just the hyper prepared like mm-hmm. I identify with that. <laughs> the ladies can attest. I, yep. I felt that yep. deep in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I was like, oh, she's one of my people. That's nice. I um, just, yeah. Wouldn't be me. Wouldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I just, I really enjoyed it. I would really recommend mm-hmm. it to pretty much anybody. I know that not everyone's like, oh, I need to watch a romance show. But to mm-hmm. me, it, it it is a good romance show. That's a good like, one. It's a great romance. Like, no. it's so, it's good. So, to me, even though it is a nine-episoder, because of the tie-in with the historical events, it felt a little epic to me, mm-hmm. but not overdrawn. And because it spans such a long time, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, those mm-hmm. times in their lives and the way they used the past and things it felt a little more epic but not in a generations type thing except for the fact that like you kind of do deal with her her son's love line mm-hmm. and yeah. hers mm-hmm. essentially so epic on a small scale I suppose yeah. is the because way I felt about it you don't really see her parents romance but you see the after effects of it you see this sort of generational you know like kind of trauma that comes from what her parent her mom went through and stuff so mm. yeah i would i would mm-hmm. agree with that assessment for sure like, and, and to reflect back to what we said earlier it's never mafjongi no or whatever the japanese equivalent of that <laughs> yeah. is apology for the terminology but as far as it's so it's, even the awful mother-in-law situation with the ex-husband it never was like long drawn out yelling matches or anything mm-hmm. insane it was just obviously very bad like it was just yeah. a good time it was more like realistic mellow like mm-hmm. yeah it was good I, it was a solid enjoyable drama 
And and it does. And we'll say again, check out our other episode mm-hmm. about the artist that made all, you know, the music that inspired mm-hmm. this. We did a whole episode was, for Jesse's birthday. Yes, we did. That was something we didn't mention, but like, there is a lot of music in it that's not by Utara, but like, it's really good music. Like, there is some really mm-hmm. good, like, very solid music choices being made throughout the whole drama you're like yes this is exactly the right song for this moment in time did you also see like how perfect it was that like it's all like centered around like basically march 11th which is very close to my birthday it would kind of just like all fit it was all fit for that all for you this is kind of the secondary jesse birthday episode (laughs) it's just that we all had to make time to watch nine episodes of it Yes. Lucky, 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 getting two birthday yes. episodes. What's going on here? Someone's a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check it out if you haven't, now that we've, but really, romance, they, can you, you can spoil you, a I first, mean, it's called first love. Romance. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you about like, that. I mean, I did have a moment about two episodes in where I sort of went to Twitter and it was like, okay. I don't need to be like totally spoiled, but I need to know, am I going to cry happy tears or like, (laughs) is it going to be ugly? Like, is it going to get, you know, because it's, it's a J drama and it had that vibe where like, "Mm, I don't know, this could be a, in the end she remembers him and it's, and still doesn't He's no longer here. Like, (laughs) like, it could just be a fate never connects story and like mm-hmm. that will be very tragic and I will be very upset so I did knowing that it was a happy ending made it an easier watch for me in mm-hmm. a sense. I didn't stress out so much so hmm. well I think that's about it for that so as usual Go check out First Love on Netflix. And, uh, you know, if you want to keep listening to us, you can check out us. We got four years of content that's available on most streaming services, as well as our YouTube channel. Every episode, I believe, or as many as we have since putting YouTube from our pod, you know, whatever. There's tons there. Uh, More than you can possibly listen to. Uh, And we also do live streams. Pretty near, pretty near every week on the old YouTube mm-hmm. channels. You should go like and subscribe as as we do. Just search certified noodles on YouTube. You'll find us. You'll find us. And of course, if you want links and time codes, everything we're talking about, you can go to our website, certifiednunas.com, uh, which is our home of the web. And if you want to support this podcast, you can go patreon.com slash certified nunas to join the certified found family, our found family on the web. Uh, we love we love them. They're the best. Mm-hmm. And of course, you should also go join our Discord, Twitter, quickly dying. But you know, Discord's <laughs> still going strong. So mm-hmm. uh, there'll be a link to that on our the, the blog post that's linked below. Uh, anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week. And as always, wash your hands, wear a mask, check out First Love on Netflix, listen to some Utada, and keep enjoying Asian Entertainment. Bye. 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 Bye.